I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Hey, Money Movers. Welcome back to Money Moves, the daily podcast determined to give you the keys to the kingdom of financial stability, wealth, and abundance. So let's go back to actually founding this program. So now you've sort of found this like secret sauce. You're like, there's money out here for folks. How did you legitimize actually turning it into a program and launching it so that you could scale it and reach so many people? So that took a little bit of time. And I feel like entrepreneurs nowadays, especially with social media, everything seems like an overnight success. Like, okay, we created something, boom. It got over 100,000 million views or followers and things of that nature. And that's not how it was. We started with three girls um, in the Bookland Public Library, training them, trying to tweak it to figure out if it worked. Our first class got $80,000 worth of scholarships. So we knew that the process worked. We were like, okay, it works, but like, how can we make it equitable? And some of the things that you pointed to with the digital divide, I would call it with students not having access to laptops, they're not being Wi-Fi service, but also this is an inequity in education overall in the minority community. We had to meet each girl where she was along in her process. Right. So of course, when you're building a business at first, you're gonna lean on your peers. I went to, Babson is only a business school. So you learn business for your mm-hmm. whole undergraduate um, four years. 
And I just like tap friends. I was like, come on guys, I'm trying to other minority students on campus that I knew were like excellent at what they did. Once we started to grow and gain a reputation, we would select 15 to 20 girls each year to be a part of this program. But by year three, we started to get a high flux of demand. So about 250 girls were starting to apply to our program. Wow. But we only had 15. Yeah, I, we're like so excited, but we only had 15 or 20 spots for those young women. So we had to kind of figure out, okay, one, we're a nonprofit, right? And somebody just said recently, that mean, that doesn't mean no profit. Oh, so, I love to talk about this. It's so true. A nonprofit doesn't mean no profit. It does not mean no profit. So I was trying to figure out, you definitely want to have donors and things of that nature that believe um, in your cause. But I also believe in earned revenue models um, for nonprofit organizations in particular, because as you can see with something like the pandemic, mm-hmm. things can fluctuate, people's incomes and things of that nature. And you're not, a lot of nonprofits didn't survive the pandemic as yeah. well as yeah. small um, businesses. And particularly, more vulnerably, are minority-founded um, nonprofit organizations. Yeah. So our first influx of funds came from Sponsor the Scholar, where we would have young professionals sponsor girls that were in similar career fields as them. Once we kind of figured out our secret sauce, or per se, we were able to start experimenting with digital tools to try to help more girls. But similarly, as you mentioned, like, it was back in the day where it was only Google Hangouts, so it was only 10 people on the line. The kids would be like cutting in and out. <laughs> like, this is terrible, this is not working. But by 2019, a lot of digital communities started to show right. up and pop up in the for-profit space. And I have a background in entertainment and media and techno- SaaS technology. So I saw that the trends were heading towards teenagers finding more resources online mm-hmm. to help support them. But then also technology started to catch up where you can build more sophisticated online communities. So with that, kind of similar to like the coaching model that you see yeah. nowadays yeah. on um, Instagram and like um, these like people that kind of guide people through their finances or whatever they're selling their coaching packages on, we felt that we could do the same thing for students of color navigating the college landscape. So we created modules for our young women to be able to activate. They were taught by other young women of color that had successfully navigated college and the finances of college. And then we would have these live group sessions that would create community and network for young women all across the Mm -hmm. country, but really heavily um, skewed in the Northeast and the Southeast. And from scalability, that brings more sponsorship dollars into our fold. So right now we have an earned revenue model with colleges Mm -hmm. um, that are looking for diverse talent because our students are talented and them integrating into these college campuses are one, allowing them to be able to have access to the funds that you're talking about at um, some of the state universities that have more endowed funds, but then also allowing us to be able to provide them preparatory services that will allow them to be successful candidates across the board for HBCUs and PWIs. Wow. Natalia, can you tell us specifically about some of the programs that you offer at Seeds of Fortune? Most certainly. So we have three programs that we offer at Seeds of Fortune. Our first and original program is our Seeds Scholars Program, which is a 10-month incubator that allows for girls to be able to learn about money management and the correlation um, between the scholarship and college application process. This since has launched in partnership with Yale Women in Economics because during the pandemic, 
We saw, as you mentioned previously, mm-hmm. households were shutting down, parents were losing their jobs, students were cut off from resources, and it all felt like it was happening to them, but they didn't really understand the macro um, lens yeah. of, of why this was happening. And once one thing shut down with a global health pandemic, this also affects other fields and industries all the way down to them having to go to school from home. So we wanted to provide them a world-class education by allowing them to learn from Yale professors a foundational course in economics. And they are able to present, which they just did a couple of weeks ago, a capstone research project Mm. about how economics is affecting their minority communities in particular. Our second program is our Seed Online College Prep Network, and that is the program that we recently launched on our EdTech platform last year that allows for young women of color all across the country to go through a six-week course that enables them to have information on navigating the financial process through college, but then also honing in on that financial decision-making process when it comes to college. And we believe that if they're able to strategically think about college and and the financial aspects of it, they'll be Mm -hmm. able to make other wiser financial decisions for their future selves um, in their lives. And last but certainly not least is our university program because the journey just doesn't stop when you're in high school, right? It has to be cultivated and groomed. We have four classes that have graduated successfully out of our program over the last couple of years. They've gone on to, they're going on to medical school, they're engineers, they're businesswomen. They bought their first properties already. So we're already starting to see the effects of the generational shifts um, just in the small time that we've been in existence as an organization. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. 
thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is incredible. I love this. So you've had so much experience and you've seen, you know, some of the biggest mistakes people have made and some of the biggest successes. Can you talk about some of the biggest pitfalls that high schoolers make as they think about, um, you know, approaching getting scholarships, grants and making the transition to university? Yes, definitely so. Seen a lot of it in my heyday. Um, For sure, I feel like high school students need to be very open about their choices and seeing college is definitely an educational, social experience. Seems like summer camp with school kind of feel, but there really is a lot of financial implications to not picking the right schools for yourself and kind of thinking for your future self. Mm. And it really comes down to what we do in our courses is on the second class, we show them on the website that the school has a consumer report so that they're starting to shift their mindsets that this is not K through 12, right? Free education. Right. This, you are a consumer, you are shopping and you're trying to find the best fit for your career, for your family, especially with the way loans are packaged now, there's something called the Parent PLUS loan. Mm -hmm. Um, So any debt that the student cannot take on, which typically is maximized at 5,500 or maximum 10,000, they will put it on the parent to actually take out that loan. And in the black community for so many years, we have seen education as an upward tool to class mobility that parents are taking on these debts and getting unable to retire, Mm -hmm. getting into high loads of debt. And it's really up to the student and the parent together. And a lot of high school students are kind of missing that this is a family, a generational decision that is being made, which college costs going from 20 to 80,000, depending on which institution that you are applying per year so you're saying it's the average price of college right now is twenty thousand to eighty thousand a year for sure does that include room board books or is that just the tuition fees usually tuition fees at some of the um more what we call prestigious that's and that's on a scale of what you would consider prestigious or historic historical um institutions can go up to $60,000 in tuition alone, and then about 20,000, 60K for for room and board, for sure. Wow, I'm also old, so that makes me feel old. (laughs) Inflation is crazy. Um, That's, yeah, wow, that's a lot. You know, it's funny, because before um, we really tuned into the segment, we were talking about how this has now become a barrier for actually, you know, once you, leave college, you're saddled with hundreds, you know, perhaps hundreds, hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. And it prohibits you from truly, you know, achieving middle class status because you're constantly trying to pay this down for decades and decades to come. For sure. And we've seen this historically. One of my students 
um, I was having a conversation with them and they were just a lot of students kind of, and this is also kind of furling back to your pitfall question, where they start to get discouraged in the in the college process. Like, why am I even going to college in the first place? Like, why, why am I going to do that? And there are alternatives to college. We believe in post-secondary education success. Mm-hmm. A lot of the tech companies are opening up where you don't need a college degree to get there. But if you decide that you do want to do college as an option for yourself to have that mobility, one of my students were talking about how their mom went to college. They're not a first-generation student, but they still ended up in housing authority anyway because mm-hmm. the school that they went to was so expensive and then the career field that they pick there's a cap almost with the income that you can make in that career field so you're seeing this like middle class upward bound over the last couple of decades and then kind of a desurgence of that happening with the student um, loan income debt also some people are using them as their little friends that stay with them for a lifetime so they're going to be paying off this debt and not enabling them to be having the flexibility to be able to start businesses or be able to kind of have the flexibility to purchase their first homes. Millennials and Gen Z's coming up are some of the most delayed in home purchasing, starting families and things of that nature. It's a nationwide crisis, but right. you know, anytime something happens to the nation for black communities, it happens two, two times to tenfold um, for us. I know over the past couple of years, there's been a lot of talk about the dreamers. So the young generation of children to first generation immigrants who may or may not have papers and the question of whether or not they have access to loans in this country. Have you been able to sort of navigate that arena and help others get loans so that they can go to school, the dreamers in particular? So we do not, we believe that you shouldn't be taking on loans for college and we try to take on the least amount of debt as possible. But because of the cities that we operate in, New York City is one of our most highest concentrated cities of students. Mm -hmm. We are an asylum um, city and we have recently, I believe last fall, put in mechanisms for students that are DACA and Dreamers to be able to gain access to state funds for college education. We also have a list of colleges across the nation that consider DACA students international, but they are considered for aid and scholarship, just like any other student in the United States. So when we're helping our DACA students navigate the pathways to affording college, we're able to give them the list of colleges that are able to really pay their full rides to school if they are admitted to those institutions. So kind of finding a way around kind of this Hayward system, because we've had students that literally their whole family was, born like all their siblings were born in the u.s they were the last sibling to be born in another country so they literally grew up in the u.s from like one years old right. up and some of them didn't even know they were undocumented students until it came time for the collegiate process right. and right. fasa to be filled out so there's alternatives that we try to walk our students through to be able to afford um, an affordable college education Wow, you are doing some incredible, incredible work. Can you tell us how people can find your program, Seeds of Fortune, um, where they can find you on social media uh, so that they can follow along and hopefully uh, get some grants, get some money here. These are some big money moves. Indeed. So you can find us on www.seedsoffortune.org. Our application is currently open for students for fall. And then you can find us on social at Seeds of Fortune, on IG, but also LinkedIn, Twitter, as well as Facebook. 
Okay, I have one final question because I'd be remiss if I didn't ask um, because our Money Moves audience is quite diverse. Are there any plans of opening up the program to include young men as well? I am so glad you said that. So this summer we experimented with our first boys infiltrating um, our organization and we say that, you know, our mission is to financially empower young women of color, but if you vibe with us and you want to learn how to get these money for scholarships and grants, um, boys are welcome too. And we found that it it was just the more the merrier for yeah. us. So boys can definitely apply to our program as well um, to be able to get financial information and tools on how to fund their education for college. All right, well, I love this. I love that you were helping us get to the money, build generational wealth, get rid of those saddlebags of debt. Like you were really changing lives for so many people and the work that you're doing, reaching out to young people. Um, we're so excited that we had your voice on our Money Moves podcast today. So Nataya, thank you so much. Um, you are truly a gem in making a difference to the community. Thank you so much for having me today. And it's such a pleasure. Thank you so much for tuning in, Money Moves audience. If you want more or a recap of this episode, please go to thebankgreenwood.com and check out the Money Moves podcast blog. Money Moves is an iHeartRadio podcast powered by Greenwood, executive produced by Sunwise Media Inc. For more podcasts on iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.